This is Catching Up with Jackie. Yes, J stands for Jackie, y'all. For today's episode, we're interviewing Denise, a BC or British Columbia local who's very passionate about sustainability and the art of serving people. I had a blast with this one, so let's get right into it. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> um, this is Denise. Before we start, uh, could you just tell us a little bit more about yourself and uh, where do you live and what your passions are? (laughs) Like a (laughs) short autobiography. Right. So currently living in Vancouver, Canada, BC. Um, I am working for uh, the government, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I'm working for, uh, uh, it's called British Columbia Housing. And we are, um, we provide social and affordable housing for people in the low income market. Mm. And um, uh, how I got to this job is I studied architecture and building technology in a technical institute called BCIT. And uh, I worked for um, uh, an engineering firm beforehand. And then I realized that I want to get more involved into you know, different um, types of uh, like like in engineering and architectural fields that kind of encompasses everything to provide um, better buildings, mm. then yeah, uh, it's really great because it's, um, you know, we're building for a greater purpose. So I'm just working um, full-time because of COVID Oh. And um, aside from that, my passions are, I guess, yeah, helping others. Um, uh, our company sort of does that. We help people in a daily basis by providing homes for them. Oh. Mm, other other things that I aspire or I do on, on like a regular basis are uh, church on Sundays. Um, we volunteer at church. Um, I'm actually <laughs> singing with my family. Oh, like <laughs> this, we're on a worship, we're a worship team, Aww. and we're singing this Sunday, <laughs> and we haven't practiced. <laughs> my dad plays the electric guitar. My older brother plays acoustic guitar. Me, my sister, are vocals, and my other sister Elise is on the um, cajon, like a beatbox sort of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's what keeps me busy on the weekends. Um, what else? I play games. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I play games. Um, I, I wouldn't imagine you start playing games for some reason. And like I see your Instagram <laughs> posts and I'm utterly shocked. <laughs> I'm a low-key gamer. <laughs> people, some people don't know about it. My friends here don't know about it. I grew up playing a lot of RPGs, like especially all those PlayStation 1 games. Yeah. I love those. And I recently bought my friend's PS4. So oh. I bought some games like um, Crash Team Racing. I'm not sure. If you know that game. I'm not sure, but maybe my husband does. Yeah, like, Crash, <laughs> yeah. like it's like a spin-off of Crash Bandicoot. Mm. What else? Uh, oh, Fall Guys 
This is really fun. Yeah. <laughs> don't we all? It's so hard. I don't know how people do it. Yeah, yeah. like um, I think it was just three days ago because um, I had a I had a friend who was fall, like playing Fall Guys previously, and then mm-hmm. she was asking if we could do it online together, and she was explaining the entire um, environment of Fall Guys and how it kind of looks like Takeshi's Castle. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, can yeah. see that. Yeah, that's yeah. a pretty good comparison. <laughs> yeah, and, and when she was introducing it to me, I was like, wow, what is this game? And it's so cute. It's it's so cute. So that's yeah. the nice thing too. It's like it's very family friendly. Yeah. And you can have anyone join in. Like I told my mom, hey, here you go, play it and try it. And she actually did it. <laughs> she, can't, she can't even finish the first round. She's always falling on those spinning things. <laughs> same, same. Like I think yeah. that we got to a point when we were playing it last Thursday. Like William got really, really pissed off. Not pissed off, but a little annoyed because yes. I kept falling. <laughs> it's pretty frustrating, especially yeah. um for people who are not used to the controls and um like those types of games. Yeah. It, it you know it's a lot of getting used to. Yeah. Oh, one one more fun game is uh, Overcooked. Oh have yeah, okay. yeah. That? We have yeah, it yeah. on Switch. So like um, so I think we had people over in my house before, and then there was like mm-hmm. it was a church group, so we had like eight people in our house, and then we were playing mm-hmm. Overcooked, and it was basically like team building or like destroying our friendship. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you're like, why can't you cook the damn burger? It's <laughs> yes, like, finish it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's super fun. So, yeah, because of COVID, you know, we're trying to, I'm trying to think of ways to um, keep my family home and um, mm. also stuff to do with my boyfriend, Jeremy. Mm. We also play a lot of games. <laughs> uh, and, oh, I've been into baking lately. Oh, wow. What have you baked yeah. so far? Yeah, I baked um, banana bread, chocolate crinkles, just the basics. Mm. Cheese, um, cheese scones um, wow. in North America called biscuits, which is really strange. Yeah, yeah, you know like, the, yeah, yeah, because we call it scones here as well. Yeah, just the basic stuff. I'm trying mm. to get. Um, oh my gosh! So the the hardware store, not a hardware store, but sort of a hardware slash um, department store. Like sold. a like a Home Depot, like a, mm, sort of like a Canadian version of a Home Depot. Yeah. So they had a sale for like all the KitchenAid uh, stand mixers Aww. for like two months, and everyone just got into it. And then I saw it, and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" The three hundred sixty dollars stand mixer is on sale for freaking two hundred. I went straight there, reserved, grabbed it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I feel like. I'm an adult now. Even, I have appliances. Even, I have, even though I feel like I don't know why it's so weird that this the kitchen's the kitchen aid stand mixer is like the epitome of like adulthood when I'm renting, I have my own car, I'm paying my bills regularly. <laughs> but then the kitchen aid stand mixer is like the it's like the official stamp. Of that, like the of female adulthood, right? <laughs> <laughs> or like funny, a baker's. Adulthood. It's funny that you mentioned that because um my like we my husband he got into baking because before the beginning stages of the pandemic he lost his job so he was 
home like 24 oh. 7 and didn't know what to do so yeah. before they were offering um courses so he studied like an online course but at the same mm-hmm. time he was also like practicing baking so he made the this sourdough concoction wow which he uses for biscuits pizza and sourdough bread and it smells oh, like wow. socks like wet dirty socks when you open it and it's disgusting but it makes the yeah. best bread ever because we did run out of yeast yeah kept yeah. running out like you couldn't find yeast anywhere and you couldn't everyone's fl- baking yeah, yeah you couldn't find flour anywhere so we yeah yeah that happened to us too yeah that challenge is just oh it's crazy i think there it was like one full month that all the flour would just run out so fast the moment they restocked the aisles and i'm just like this is crazy yeah like why are people baking every single thing from pastas to breads to like cakes to like everything and i'm just i just want to break my freaking usual cake man like like all the people who didn't know how to bake are now like legit bakers i don't know how that happened but then like what, what can you do <laughs> i remember i saw this meme online that said that everyone is going to come out of this quarantine applying for master chef that's so true true. (laughs) it's so true a lot of people are learning how to cook yeah or like getting better at cooking right like refining the skills refining the skills i think there's this one big factor of you know when you learn how to cook better you also eat more that's so true everyone's gained weight yeah i i like i have gained I have gained so much weight and I'm, I'm, in the beginning I was so regretting it but yeah I just came into that stage of acceptance and like oh. yeah, I know you just gotta accept it man yeah. like you, food is good what can you do yeah. <laughs> food is life yeah yeah oh I guess one other um like thing that I got into the bandwagon of is like posting about plants yeah. And like, yeah, you know how like that plantita, like, you know, that thing in the yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, and like, I actually have been, like, I've been into plants because of my mom. Like, she has the green thumb and then I'm just learning from her from like, starting with the small succulents and all that. For sure, yeah. So I learned from her, but I have been doing it for like a while. Like, I've been, have I've been taking care of my own plants for like, like, like you know like three four years now oh and then wow. everyone yeah and then like there's actually joy in seeing them grow like from mm. the efforts that you put in it so I kind of understand now why people like post about it I'm just like you know what it's my baby I'm proud of you look at how <laughs> you're growing you know it's like it's a great feeling so it's also it, it's like the little joys of every day whenever you see it like grow a little bit and a little bit and it opens up and I'm just like oh my gosh this is from my you know TLC every single day and it makes you proud you're like you know what if a plant can survive come on bring me the babies (laughs) (laughs) oh my god the comparison (laughs) is uncanny (laughs) I mean you say that 
And then I teach Sunday school and I'm like, forget it, forget it. I'm not going to be a mom. Nope, nope. These kids are screaming at me for like freaking five to 10 minutes straight and no one com- is comprehending what I'm saying. Everyone's <laughs> just shouting back. I'm out. I'm not going to be a mom anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it turns into that real quick. <laughs> yeah. And especially yeah. like for me as well, because I've been working with children for the past three oh, yeah. years. And so I um, can't imagine. eight hours with children <laughs> and then Coming home feels like a vacation. I know. I don't <laughs> know coming, how you do it. <laughs> and the conversations you have with these children. Like, I think I remember there was a conversation that I have with a two-year-old about fiber. Fiber? Yeah. And then, the two-year-old probably doesn't even know how to spell fiber. <laughs> yeah. The best conversation, conversation ever. And this was the time when I was like helping this child kind of understand the benefits of fiber in your body and then destructuring or yeah unstructuring the 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 benefits of it in your body and in a very like childlike understandable way I was like Mm -hmm. oh fiber makes you fiber makes you feel better and then he goes Mm -hmm. like ew (laughs) but it's healthy it you don't healthy. keep in your poop <laughs> my little one you never keep your pooping you let go <laughs> <laughs> just let it go, let it go. Yeah. it's like you know those youtube videos of like professionals who have you seen that one where they explain their profession in different stages of um people's lives so they have like a five-year-old guest and then the next one is like a 20 oh sorry a 12 year old guest and then the next one is like a college student and the next one is like a working professional Mm -hmm. and then the next one is an expert Mm -hmm. and they're saying like um it's a good way to like I guess practice your teaching skills if you can teach in those different age groups Mm. like it's it's really good like I watched the one about gravity and it's um like the the way that woman handled uh, the conversation, she's very, she was able to be flexible to each of those age groups that she had mm. as visitors on the show. And mm. it, it was just mind blowing how like, wow, like these people just are not experts in their fields, but mm. they're very good conveyors of knowledge to mm. others. I should send you the link. It's pretty good. I guess like, it all boils down as well if like you become a very good communicator because you understand the audience that you're going to you know perform Mm. to and you Mm -hmm. understand and formulate your message in a very understandable way I think like being an educator is also like that challenging because I've had those moments when I had to level down what it means Mm -hmm. so I think there was an like a learning experience that I was doing yeah. about the Earth's core, and I didn't realize. Oh, like two-year-olds don't even know that they live in a planet. Like, <laughs> two-year-olds are probably flat earthers. <laughs> you know, I was thinking of that the entire time I was planning in like planet. I was like, they will never know the awesome fact that we are living in a round Earth. Like we are not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Have like you seen like that video. <laughs> which which one? Which one? There was a guy who did um who did a commentary about flat earthers and why like how they were kind of using scales like the the scales that mechanics use in airplanes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and yeah and oh yeah <laughs> i know it's crazy it's I've, I've seen a couple of videos about like flat earthers and then i was just like oh my gosh these people like why why and then like they try really hard to use science to debunk science and i'm just like i don't know what type of science you're learning here because <laughs> because like there's no one who's able to prove that the earth is flat yeah and the fact that they negate the pictures that nasa released mm -hmm. like they they don't recognize it as fact or information yeah. they just recognize it as like the government messing up with our minds and yeah yada yada, yada. Yeah, but there's actually i think I, there are some intellectual people who do not believe in man landing on the moon because really? they were yeah i've met some actually intellectual people who are challenging those facts but they believe the earth is round that's a different story but yeah, yeah you know so they were just asking questions like so there's wind on mars like how can anyone explain that or stuff like that yeah i know there's wind in jupiter is it jupiter? yeah yeah because there's snowstorms in jupiter like thunderstorms in jupiter. thunderstorms yeah, yeah you yeah. see those um like the like little quotes? tornado things like yeah swirlies i don't know uh i forgot the name of it yeah the eye of the storm or something yeah yeah precisely yeah I think, yeah that's it mm, yeah that's so good like it this this flat earthers thing is crazy like i've been i, I think know. there was this one point i was just really into it and watching like reviews and commentary about sometimes i think like i wonder if we're gonna be like because we watch so many videos of like flat earthers would we turn to one is that how people turn to they eventually convinced you from all the videos <laughs> but yeah i guess like, <laughs> I guess that's a good way to start, like, how you teach your two-year-olds. Just imagine they're flat earthers. You want to punch them in the face, but it's illegal. <laughs> and you just have to be patient and trust the Lord, your God, that you're, he's going to give you all the strength and patience and understanding for these little flat earthers. It's going to um, take them probably seven to ten years before you even, like, explain to them what the earth really is. Yeah. <laughs> and I realized this, how important... Um, the concept of breaking down information into digestible pieces is that oh, um, they don't absorb information the way that yeah, like mm -hmm. bigger people do and like there are yeah. nerve endings in the child's brain that haven't connected yet ah uh, yeah. yeah and then i realized awesome. yeah yeah i was like oh that's why <laughs> and i was like it makes a lot of sense yeah like they, they yeah. like literally they haven't connected it's not it's not a metaphorical thing like literally yeah. <laughs> a child it brain, hasn't, it hasn't fully developed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's actually a pretty good um statement that you said you have to make the information digestible for them you speak um about like sunday school and um, how does that look for you in, especially now that like we have the pandemic, how does that look? Oh, and yeah, it was difficult. Um, so when everything closed down, um, all the non-essentials, including obviously the religious organizations. So we, a lot of the parents had to refer to just their own 
I don't know, like some some people were able to send links on um, Sunday school online classes. Um, and then eventually when the COVID spike has died down and our numbers have flattened here in BC, it's been really good in BC. We're, we're very fortunate to have our, uh, I'm not sure if you've heard of her, Dr. Um, Bonnie Henry. She is in the Minister of Health. She is a doctor who has worked in several countries and has been in the front lines fighting different or, sorry, researching and working with other organize, organizations about viruses. Mm. So she was the, she's our representative and she's the one who's been um, giving instructions ever since the pandemic started. So anyway, she's done a fabulous job. And then eventually she advised that it would it is safe to open up some businesses back again and some mm. um, gatherings and organizations. So our so religious organizations um, followed suit. So our church is small. So we sort of um, tried to plan strategically on how we can achieve social distancing at the same time while attending church and also being respectful of like BC's health guidelines. Mm. So for Sunday school, we have this thing called noodle church. So do you know those like long noodle um, like pieces that you use in the pool? Yeah. So that's around six feet. So the teachers thought that, um, so the head of the Sunday school uh, is the wife of the pastor mm. and she is an actual principal in Aww. a Christian school. Yeah. So she's, she's great. She's very smart and she's very creative. The way she um, implemented it is that the kids will be holding that noodle, um, that noodle floaty. I'm not yeah, sure the yeah. correct term. It's, like, I think it's a floater, yeah. It's a floater. Yeah, yeah. So that's, again, around approximately five to six feet. I'm not so sure. Mm -hmm. And then the kids will hold that. And we instructed the kids, okay, hold that pool in front of you. Oh, that pool. Hold that noodle in front of you. And that is your distance with your other friend in Sunday school. Mm -hmm. So um, kids are pretty good in following it the first part when we're directing them to the classrooms mm -hmm. but obviously when <laughs> they get into the classrooms everyone just starts running around yeah, <laughs> it yeah. becomes chaotic and yeah. like yeah it's it's not successful <laughs> sadly that's the reality yeah. I mean we still try to like remind everyone okay noodles guys hold your noodles so they would remember every now and then when we prompt them to hold their noodles. But mm. so far, it hasn't been that successful. So I guess, and again, like I would ask a question about like how the, your routine changed mm -hmm. from before coronavirus to coronavirus. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So before coronavirus, um, yeah, every day is work, obviously, the usual eight to four, nine to five, however people consider that. And I actually traveled a lot for my work. Mm. So even though I am in Vancouver, my team is handling this part of British Columbia called um, the interior. So the interior of BC is, it's pretty big. Um, it's very dry as well. The climate is very dry mm. and um, Contrary to popular belief, there's still a lot of homeless people 
not just in BC, but the entire Canada. So mm -hmm. our projects are ranging from there as well, like homeless people, um, women fleeing violence, um, uh, low-income families, mm -hmm. uh, youth who are struggling from abuse. And um, so all those types of tenants um, are scattered everywhere in BC. Mm. So it's up to us again to provide those housing and since my team is handling that part of BC I used to fly a lot so mm -hmm. I would fly almost um, so last summer I flew every week Ooh. it was very tiring it was like a one-hour flight I guess like a, a, a comparison would be imagine I'm flying from Manila to somewhere in I don't know Visayas maybe if that's a one-hour flight mm. then I would be there for a day attend meetings um, check on the construction site um, talk to the consultants to the designers engineers architects mm. and then when the day is done and I have nothing else to do then I fly back mm. or sometimes I do two-day trips uh, mm. I stay overnight in the town mm. and then continue to do more meetings mm. or I drive to another town and fly out of that town because we have so many projects everywhere. So sometimes I would compile my trips into mm -hmm. um, from going from one town to the other, just so that mm -hmm. I didn't waste my flight going there. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's great. Like I loved the traveling because I learned more about British Columbia and mm -hmm. um, Canada. It's British Columbia is really beautiful. Like people use this hashtag called beautiful British Columbia. I oh. actually have an Instagram <laughs> that showcases my travels and oh. majority of them are from, from my travels in BC, uh, mm. usually for work. Mm. And yeah, that's, it really opened my eyes. I'm just like, wow, I never fully appreciated Canada until this work, like this job made me appreciate it more. So, um, yeah, I would actually, I'm just going to send that to you. It's, um, it's kind of like a play on my name. It's like, so my name is, my name is, my name is spelled D-E-N-I-S-E. Mm. And then in my Instagram, that Instagram account, I spelled it as D-E-N-I-C-E, Denise, and then Views. Ah! So it's, like a play on, <laughs> it's like a play on my name <laughs> yeah so yeah it's been it's been dormant because obviously you can't travel mm. but um I'm tr I've been trying to fill it up and like showcase like wow this, this is a very beautiful province so could you talk more about sustainability yeah so I think sustainability is a really good thing for our generation because a lot of people are more open-minded now into making um, these switches into let's say use of less plastic or um, walking more and um, taking more transit but I think it's also a little bit controversial because it's not just on how, how a person lives, but you have to think about the providers of most things. So let's say grocery stores, most of the grocery stores that are close to people are, you know, they usually have dozens and hundreds and thousands of plastic products mm. or everything is wrapped because of um, quality, you know, control. cleanliness, yeah. quality control, um, to keep it clean and everything. So there's so many factors to it. Like, mm. I guess, I guess 
for like first of all we need to applaud people who are trying their best to make the small changes mm-hmm. and it's not about having to give up everything all in one day it's about just tiny adjustments in your life that you think you can live with so for me i i moved closer to work because i wanted to I wanted to walk more. It's not just good for the environment, but it's also uh, good for your health mm-hmm. and take more public transit. So um, I gave my car to my mom because she needs it more than me. So now I'm just trying to like transit as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is I try to bring a bag with me all the time, but since because of COVID, people are preventing you from <laughs> bringing your own grocery bag to the stores. Mm-hmm. Um, I also tried to switch to um, a bamboo toothbrush. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I know. I I had a phase where I switched to a lot of things. And that's a rookie mistake. Like, just because you're trying to be sustainable doesn't mean that you should switch all of your products all in one day. Mm. You sh- if you want to be sustainable, it's using all your current items or um, uh, equipment or whatever it is that you have and making sure that you're f- uh, fully utilizing whatever you have instead mm. of having to buy new products all the time. Because like when you buy new products, it means you're encouraging the businesses that, oh, you need more of that thing. So mm-hmm. they continue to produce more. Right. And if you look at the life cycle of something and, it, and you trace it back to its origin, even, mm-hmm. that, even that process was not sustainable to begin with. So like, I guess like that's one of the things that people don't understand yet or haven't grasped yet is that if you mm-hmm. want to start living a more sustainable life, you should start with what you have, use whatever you have and try to repurpose your items as much as you can mm. or um, use it to its full potential. Mm. And when you see that it's really just, um, when you deem that it's not fit to work anymore or it's served its purpose and it's totally broken and can't be fixed anymore, mm. I think that's when you um, switch to a new product. Anyway, yeah, it's um, I really love talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> ideally, I I really <laughs> like your take on how responsible you are with using and repurposing. Right? I mean, like you try to <laughs> not <respond>. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you try to be responsible and mindful of it, and actually mm-hmm, being yeah. responsible for this item. You know, I think it's here in North America. Amazon is so big that it kind of makes me nervous because everyone's just depending on it. And even my boyfriend is super dependent on it. And I keep I keep calling him a slave to Jeff Bezos and <laughs> consumerism. Because <laughs> everything everything every time he gets fixated on something, he would just buy it like straight off the bat from Amazon. Oh wow. Just like, click click and then we have it the next day. I'm just like damn. And I'm just like, I think, so the the reason why he's like that is because for him, time is of the essence because Mm -hmm. that's what he values the most right now. Mm -hmm. So he has the money to actually expedite um, the process of getting the stuff that he needs. Does he have pride? (laughs) 
Amazon Prime. He does have Prime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a slave to Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos, please give my boyfriend some, uh, you know, um, bragging rights and stuff. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I guess to me, um, my, I'm my mind has been shifted to, you know, keep life simple and don't be such a slave to consumerism. Like before I get mm. something, I just have to ask myself. Um, I don't, I don't fully uh, follow the Marie Kondo way where you keep something that makes you happy. I think that's mm-hmm. a bit silly. You remember that conversation we had like years ago about being non-confrontational? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. It, it did play, even until now, I still carry that conversation. I feel like because I don't initiate as much as what how other people do like maybe our friend angie initiates more oh yeah she's like, definitely type yeah, a. yeah. <laughs> like we're type, type b's B. for sure yeah. type b <laughs> <laughs> and and in itself it's just a challenge but you really have to bolster up the strength to mm-hmm. say what you need and and it's weird because i i socialize with people in a comfortable way but not in a big group kind of way mm-hmm. and yeah. yeah so like we learned that in in the strength finder test and um i think yeah there's some that like you should if if ever you have plans i don't know <laughs> we do we do oh, so send it to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah so if ever that comes um maybe i can heal some courses or can be done online i'll send a link to you cool that's really cool super helpful teaches you about active listening and Mm -hmm. like learning how to talk over an argument and yeah so many things that's super awesome i like that they prepare you even in like different aspects yeah there was like there's courses called like the alpha course where you can um oh yeah in alpha yeah oh no well it it teaches you how to be more um like i think to have a more profound understanding of the bible so that's one class that yeah. you can take yeah have you done it yeah 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 we've done it together oh awesome yeah yeah i haven't done again. it yeah so you yeah. have like it's alpha. very basic oh yeah it's it's for new so, christians i think yeah yeah mm-hmm. So it was good. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. I guess I guess we can wrap up. How long has it been? Yeah, I know there's a lot of topics we need to cover, but maybe we can do a round two. Yeah, and we can have Andrew join the next one too. Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, you know, that was actually like all oh, spontaneously. I thought it would be a good plan, but she had class today, so I was like, oh man. Yeah, she has her French today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Thanks oh, for this has been so much fun. So fun. Thanks for coming yeah. in. I really love I this conversation. You. <laughs> you too. Yeah. I miss you so much. I hope we can travel soon. I was planning we, before this entire thing happened, we were planning to go to America and maybe drive up to Canada if possible. Oh really? Yeah. Um, you know, looking at like the cases right now, mm. I I don't want to be a downer, but I don't think I can travel to you next year. That's okay. It's a bit, We'll come yeah, to it's you. like scary. <laughs> <laughs> the, well, the border's still closed. Just saying. So 
might be tough. Okay, that's fine. My border is still We'll closed. find out a way. Wink, wink. Yeah, I just go straight to Canada. Don't even go to America. America is a mess. Yeah. <laughs> just go straight to Canada. Okay. I'll pick you up. I'll be your chauffeur. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Talk Happy. to you soon, Jackie. Talk to you soon. Bye. Happy weekend. Well, we're running out of time. There were so many things that we catched up on, but we had to keep it short and sweet. If you want to learn more about this podcast, please like and subscribe. Follow our socials, and we'll see you soon. Bye!